Okay, we're back at it. Give him the business. This is Prince Gotti Lorenzo and my partner, Don De Niro. Okay, well, I. Yeah, I'm going to keep saying it every time you say it now. That's it. It's in my head. Yo, so um, let's talk about where we're at right now when it comes to technology and uh, and, and, the, and the business of uh, of gambling, you know. Oh, you right in my wheelhouse. Wait, let's tell a little story. Let's tell a little story. You know, me being Cuban, uh, if I take you back into the 50s, mm. um, there was no Atlantic City. There was no uh, Vegas. That's right. All the casinos and all the gambling was in Cuba. That's right. So when Fidel made his move for Cuba and took over and he kind of nationalized all the businesses in Cuba, that means they were all owned by the government. He kicked all the mobsters out. Yeah. And because of that, right? When it, These are all true stories. I know, but I, this is we're going to lead to something. Out of the best, worst case scenario, the best thing occurred where they went on and they built Atlantic City, Vegas. Vegas. These great gambling aspects. Now, for a long time, gambling was taboo. If you know your your uncle Tito gambled, <laughs> he was usually uh, playing dice, so it was Numbers. something. And if he didn't pay, he got his ass whooped. There was a lot of negative stigma to gambling. You know, the reason was I come from a family that my dad did a lot of money because he was what was called it was the bank. He was the, he was ba- the bookie, banquero. He held the bank, and he had a ton of. People. I remember as a jit when he came home, riding the car with him when he was in Miami, picking up money. That's right. And I didn't know it being garbage in, in, in these, in these, uh, cartones of that, and money. We go back and we just counting money. And I didn't get it. And the house always wins. That's all you told me. Like, <laughs> and I didn't get it at the time because it's about numbers, right? So now, you know, I just knew that that's how he, he did his thing. Uh, he came from Cuba with a second grade education. All he knew was kind of that, that, that life. And he, he definitely know, he knew how to buy for less and sell for more. Yes. So now kind of fast forwarding to where we are today, where uh, because of all the things that have happened with technology, now we have certain applications on our phones. Like certain, what? Certain companies. FanDuel. Well, I mean, I hope FanDuel. Kings. Yeah. Caesar. Know, if you check, want those commercials. Is Any of you three guys, we will, we will definitely, if you send a check, we will only say one company. But for right now, we're telling everyone. If I'm not mistaken, is what's Barstool? See, what's Barstool? Barstool is another. That's another. Okay, because Barstool just cut that guy a check from that big show. Oh, yeah. Gave him third, whatever. So the amount of money that's circulating I love in there. Uh, from a gambling standpoint, and um, you know, I just feel like, you know, before before Lotto really came in because that kind of crushed the street gambler when Lotto the scratch the numbers, off the numbers the numbers it kind of took a lot of us. <coughs> so uh, you were saying how Lotto has generated so much money for so many states and cities. Um, All so schools you know, should be free for the money they generate. Okay, so now here we are. Just recently, as of yesterday, yes, New York City opened up legalization what I of a New digital York gambling because that's what it is. To me, yeah. it's digital. You don't have to physically go to the casino; is in your cyborg, which is your phone. <laughs> it is there. You can't leave it out. Or you can check your Instagram. You can place a bet. You can come back. You can go to YouTube, and you can do so many different things. Now, yes, right. Yes. So I think that it's a digital, portable. Movable casino, Man. sports bookie. Now, Bobby the bookie's in your phone. You know, it's it's very interesting. This, you know, what what I'm looking to see what's going to happen. That transition is the bookie. The bookie still exists. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, shout out to all my friends that are bookies that I know. I mean, I know so many bookies. Again, but I feel what just transpired uh, with the legalization of New York City, especially, of course, it was Jersey and all these other no, states. New York entire state, the city, the state, the entire yeah. So, you know, the difference is a bookie, you could, you didn't have to put up the money. It was credit. It was credit. So if I wanted to gamble with a thousand bucks a game, the bookie's first thing says, you meet a bookie, you set up your account, you say, he asks you, how much do you want to bet a game? And you tell him. He tell you how much you want to lose for the week, a number, win-loss number for the week. Again, you could win as much as you want, but if you hit a certain number from a loss standpoint, they stop or close your account and they want to get paid. So a bookie, this affects them so much because now those little bettors go right to these, these programs, but the difference is they can't get credit from FanDuel or, or uh, like DraftKings or Caesar. They have to actually put up the money. Right. So if you're a better and you're a gambler, now I have to bet and put up the money. I have to what we call post. Right. I'm a big gambler. If you don't know it, it's been my whole federal trial. It was everything. It's all through me. I've been gambling since five years old. You know, God bless my dad. He taught us how to gamble horses at five years old. And he taught us every card game. I mean, everything, all sports. I mean, we used to fill out tickets at seven and eight years old. If you didn't know what tickets were, you would get me. the bookie. We worried you. about me letting Z play in a couple of apps. <laughs> no, here you are. absolutely, because <laughs> I can tell you what the problem is. And this is what my biggest pro- part of the gambling is going to be, what it's going to do to the young generation. So gambling is in every, in every human being. We are risk takers. Whether it's sports, whether it's business, it's still a form of gambling. Whether it's the fucking stock market, it's still gambling. Okay. Whether it's your crypto so shit, you are gambling. Between having a DraftKings account and a Robinhood. Well, there is no difference okay. in my opinion. Now, so they, they, again, they don't necessarily. I deal with the biggest, one of the biggest sports gamblers in the world. I won't give up his name, uh, but he says something. He says you can't beat. 10 cents. Again, most people don't really have a clue what the fuck am I talking about? 10 cents, 10 cents. 10 cents, if you bet $100, if you win, you get $100. If you lose, you have to pay $110. That's the VIG. That's what you pay the site or the bookie for that loss. So it's not a 50-50 even, even. No. You win 100, you win 100. You, you bet 100, you win 100. You lose, you lose 110. You lose 110. And the, the guy, the person, I, he says, you cannot beat 10 cents. Only a two percentile of the world of sport, professional sports gamblers could beat that 10 cents number. That's how hard it is to beat 10 cents in gambling. And it sounds very uh, small, but it's really huge. Uh, and that is part of this sports betting, man. And the business of it is unbelievable. I cannot believe I'm 54. I cannot believe that it's legal in New York City. I never thought it would ever be legal. For the reason being, casinos block it. They lobbied against this for years. I mean, Vegas spent, I mean, I don't know, probably billions of dollars lobbying against allowing 
a site, a technology to come in and say, you can bet with us now and we got it. And just think, we're in New York State. <clears throat> New York State is basically the bookie now. Yeah. We're saying, we're going to back you. You're guaranteed. That money's guaranteed. No problem. Because you can't beat 10 cents. Because also, <laughs> don't you say the money is, you got to put that money up front. You have to post. You have to put the money up front on all these sites. You have to. So if you want to bet, and there's limits. They won't let you bet more than $5,000 a game. I mean, that's a, a regular standard number. Well, I mean, that's a big time better, right? Most people are betting oh, that's a little big five bet. or ten twenty dollar parlays, parlays, trying to pay the rent, the worst, or pay their the phone worst bill. bill, right? But what I'm saying, the accumulation. When you mention the amount of people, and to me, that's really where the house wins, right? Because if I have a million people mm-hmm. in the island of Manhattan alone, we're not even gonna betting five bucks a day and losing five bucks a day. Oof. Imagine the it's entire nice piece state. Of change, what would you say they guaranteed? Five hundred more than they tell them. Five hundred million. They, that's the deal. Before New York State allowed legalization of gambling, they wanted to be guaranteed five hundred million dollars in tax dollars, minimum, and that's how the deal got closed. That's part of how the deal. So got New closed. York, New Jersey, all these places have closed their marijuana deals. And the gambling deal. So you're talking about things that 10 or 15 years ago could have got you locked up. Yes. Right? Yes. And, and now anyone. You know, today gambling. Hand, even though it's over 21 to be able. Let's make that clear. Though. Sure. You have to be 21 There's going to be people trying to get around that. But you got to yeah. be 21 and over in order to gamble in New York. To gamble and in New York. Well. Yes. But again, that's still fine. Uh, 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 that's a fine place to start at 21 and up. Uh, but at the end of the day, with, with what we do, you just said, with the legalization and all the people that was locked up. And then, you know, that is to me one of the areas like what happened to those. Because now gambling is the only, let's say, downside to the, le- the gambling today now is collection. That's the, that's the illegal part of gambling. You placing a bet with a bookie is really not illegal. It's if he has... Again, I hate to expose the bookies, but they're in a very weird place because the only part that is illegal for them that carries real time is the collection after you lose. So imagine you could go ass bet because they credit, right? You could ass bet with a bookie and then when you lose, you're like, I ain't got it. And he, if he comes to collect and you went and told on him, he's going to get in big trouble. And that's why it's not worth it. So the big, the real bookies today now is only going to be for the high end gambler. So I just said, maybe the most a fan dude will let a regular person bet is $5,000. If you want an extended limit, you have to go ask. There's a lot of protocols you got to go through and taxes. So if you're, if you're a big gambler, you may not want to run all that money through. A legitimate system because now you're stuck with real business tax, you know, uh, legal legalization yeah, that you yeah. may not want to deal with. But the flip side is you could bet with a bookie that'll take those big bets, but it's really on a relationship of who you are because he's allowing you to make big bets. I just said the hardest part for a bookie today is collection. So it's like, 
damned if you do, damned if you don't. But that's why I'm very interested in what they're going to do with the small bookies because there's no room for them no more. All the guys that I know that are betting at a small level is going right to these companies because they're giving them great incentivized packages, deals, rebates, things of that nature. I think that also the, the, the whole purpose of is not having a relationship with your bookie, right? I think... Today's date of social media has made them us more antisocial. So I think we can kind of, mm-hmm. the average person can play, place a $10 bet and no one in the world needs to know they even placed the bet. That's right. Right. So there's an anonymous aspect to it, right? That, that you have, uh, uh, when you're betting. And then besides of all the different parlays and incentives and kick, I heard New York State was giving, by the way, I don't know what company, it was Caesars $300. Mm-hmm. This this whole week. Oh yeah, for those who are adding to getting the app to use to gamble with, right? Man, they're giving you twenty four hour where you can't lose. There's so many incentivized bonus packages that right. these companies are giving to, to, to incentivize you to gamble and play. What are they praying on? What is the gamble? When you, even the word gamble, right? You're actually taking a chance. So most people that are gambling, when you say those high stake guys, that's a different level. You got a hundred. 20 bands, mm-hmm. 30 bands to put down on something, you already play, you at another level. You're at a different the, level. The, 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 the people who they're kind of catching is the $10, oh, the, 25 because they're trying to figure out that to tie it back To tie back the economy to, the way it is also. If I tied it back to Adventure Music, I always try and tie things back so you understand business philosophy of why I did Adventure Music. It wasn't about saving one. It was about saving them all. The majority, trying. the big number, the large number. So when you say what you're saying, they're looking for that large number of betters. $5, $10, a dollar. They'll take it. It doesn't matter to me. It's all relative because the dollar only going to pay off X amount versus what you could win versus what you lose. And it's all fine for them. It's the volume. They want the masses. And it's also... Yeah, but it's just not sports. It's not sports yeah. gambling all yeah. either. You can go on that app and do cards and do a lot of different things. Oh, they what they did right. is unbelievable. Right. They only not only because did they do the sports, casino now. they put you inside of their casino. Yes, you're in the casino. So Caesars, also. MGM, they gave you their casino. And then what did FanDuel and these companies that don't have casinos, they created their own yeah. casino. Yes. I mean I'm very curious to see what the 10, 20 year effect is going to be on all these young kids that start gambling because gambling is a disease. It is, but I also I have that disease. It comes down to what we said before in the sort of about COVID. I think the gambling is a COVID move because more people are home. Mm-hmm. So what are they doing? They're watching the games what on else TV. To do? They're watching the games. And let's be honest, if you don't understand basketball, football, baseball. You can't really bet on the game. You better know a little bit about stocks. You better know who's pitching that night. Are they on the road or home? So it's not like those who are gambling, you can just say right now, I don't know anything about sports. I can't even gamble. I might play cards if I don't know the card game. So not necessarily for everyone, but now let's say the advantage of those who could. I'm not saying they're going to win because the house always wins. But there's going to be some people who are going to get lucky hitting parlays or hitting different things who from there can... can Again, I, I I don't want to tell you, speak on a name, but I've been involved with one of the biggest sports slash gamblers in the country for over 20 years. 
um, managing him, then doing different business with him. And when I say that, I've seen it at the low level to the biggest level. And there's this very simple, you know, reason people win in casinos, I'm talking now, not sports, versus not winning. And it's called time. The casino games, the casino games is all designed to beat you, to beat you. And someone's beating somebody upstairs. Yeah, right that <laughs> but there's all those casino games are designed to beat you in time. You cannot win. It's mathematically impossible. Mathematically impossible. The games are designed to beat you in every casino, period. Um, and the stupider the game may be, the, the more advantage the house has. Uh, a, a game like craps, very complicated, but you could mitigate your 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 advantage. The house has over you very small if you play it right. Same thing with the baccarat, blackjack. You could mitigate the 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 amount of uh, advantage they have over you, but you can't make it where it's in your favor. But in time, in a in a short amount of time, you could beat the casino in that game, playing that game. But you can't keep beating it, if you understand. Right. If you ever watched the movie uh, Casino with, with you know, the De Niro and Pesci and the Asian dude won all this money and then he leaves and he's on their plane. So what do they do? They tell the pilot there's a problem with the plane. You can't and leave. And he comes back. And again, he's sitting there and he starts playing, but he's playing at a very small level. So when he wins, he's thinking how much he's losing because he normally plays so much more. And then he starts playing bigger, but time is against him. Yes. And then sure enough, he lost all the money back. That is really, truly casino business. That is exactly what casinos are thinking, moving, how There's they're moving. There's a mathematical equation to it, and you yes. can't beat it. You cannot beat it. It's, it's all what we call theoretical numbers. So theoretical is like made-up numbers, right? And basically, your made-up number is if you're betting X, this is how long you have time-wise. And that's the reason they'll give you free rooms. They'll give you, you know, free dinners. It's over because you play X amount of time. And then they'll be willing to give you comps and give you free things because they're going to get it back in real money, not in theoretical money, which is fake. They're getting it back in real dollars. And I want to make people wear something, you know. <clears throat> One of the reasons you watch... Yeah, and I, everyone watches ESPN and they think they're being entertained by highlights, but it's the same thing if you watch the stock market channel. They have numbers in the bottom. So really ESPN was created in these sports channels for the gambler who's going to gamble that day. He needs to know who got hurt. Yes. What's the gossip behind the guy? What were the scores last night? Who won? Were they on the road? Is it a double-double? Let me... You know, it's important. And, and, and if you watch that ESPN in the morning, they get up, then you can place your bets later on that day yes. and watch the highlights. That's really what it is. For the injury reports. All that. Why do I need to know that? All that. All that. These are all the things. Look, tonight's national championship with uh, Huge. Alabama versus Georgia. Huge. Every, all the money's on Alabama. Georgia's going to win. All the money's on Alabama. Georgia's going to win. You know, there's an expression I use. It says, when everyone's on the train, the train will crash. Exactly. <laughs> I would say when, they, when they're making calls, they so so when everyone's on one side, there's something Vegas, wrong. Vegas is on that line. Yeah. I, I personally, and we're going to get into this because I, uh, 
I'm about, about to wrap this up real quick. One thing I'd be really like to figure this out is who grows up to want to be a referee? Where are those applications? Who are these people who, who control I just so talk. much? Listen, they've broken so many dreams. They control <laughs> so many fan bases. They've crushed fan bases. They, and they're anonymous. I've and been no blessed. one knows. I've people. been blessed, right, to be and able to get floor seats for, like, the Knicks How and much money have things? you lost over a foul call? Over, oh, I mean, think about it over, uh, hey, think about the call. You're a Cowboy fan that they didn't give you guys in Green Bay. Irv, Irv has the best story for we was at an L.A. game. Kobe Bryant, God bless his, you know what I'm saying, that's our dude. And they're playing Indiana Pacers. Uh, if you look on YouTube, you'll see the fight. It was a big fight between Kobe and, and, and Reggie Miller. And it was all because of Cause, cause Herb told Kobe, I need more. <laughs> and Kobe's dribbling. The game is over. They're up by like 11 and his spread was like 13. And he's like, I need more. And he's Kobe looking at me and Herb. And he's like, and he shoots. Back of the rim, out. Game's over. Reggie Miller rushes him, fighting ensues, the whole thing. Because it's courtesy. Yeah, you yeah, don't do disrespectful. that. Yeah, it's disrespectful. And because I think probably uh, 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 his side didn't need that over. Right. So he was like, no, don't make that shot. We would have lost money on this side. Yeah. I don't want to get into that part. I have no knowledge of that. I'm just saying that I know that game, Irv affected uh, an action from a player. We've done that multiple times from, again, plays we know. You know, another crazy game was uh, Houston versus... uh, um, uh, the Washington, uh, D.C., you know, the Washington Wizards. And at the time, it's Steve Francis, Catino Mobley in Houston, and the microwave, uh, what's his name, uh, Gilbert Arenas, okay. is on yeah. the Wizards. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bang, bang. Yeah, Pistol Pete. Shout Gilbert. out Gilbert, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> best best party I've ever been to, Gilbert Arenas' birthday party, I promise you, a legendary Legendary. He gave out black cards for the invitation. I still have mine at the house. It's crazy. But anyway, go to this game. We're on the floor. We have at least 20 floor seats. And we have the bang. You know, the bang is, you know, what you never see on the floor. You see that behind the rim to, you know, distract the other players. We made them give us those so we could be on the floor going crazy. And we keep telling Kat and we keep telling uh, Francis we need more. And they're running down and scoring. And here comes Gilbert looking at us like, fuck y'all. He comes <laughs> back and scores. And we're like, yo, cut it out. Stop this shit. <laughs> and sure enough, going back and forth, back and forth. Katino Mobley, game is about to end, pulls up for the three, hits it. What we think is a three, which will make us fucking win by one. Right. There's a two. And then we play back good. <laughs> I mean, sorry, we make us tie as a push. So we was like, fuck it, we didn't lose no money. We go to the back of the room and everything. They changed the three to a two, we lose everything. (laughs) It was the worst game we ever probably (laughs) been to, man. It was fucking unbelievable. Yeah, but gambling is- I think gambling, as far as the American culture is concerned, uh, is part of who we are. I think it's part of the hip hop culture. Yeah. I think it's, and and that's important with hip hop heads and born and raised in hip hop. So I think that, 
I don't see the 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 bad. I don't see the good. I just think the bad it's about is, choices. There, there is a bad. Bad. It's, again, I think there's a bad in everything. I've if you never, overdo it, though. I, I'm going to tell you again. Is um, I've never been in a position in my life where I couldn't take care of myself because of gambling. Where I've known so many others that literally lost everything. So when you say it's not bad, I've known drug addicts that might have been crazy, strung out with things, but never lost everything, if you understand what I'm saying. In in sports, in gambling, I've seen you lose everything, your family, your house, your car, everything gone with nothing left. So that's how bad gambling is. And that's why I'm very curious. I always see after they talk about you know, the new site, the new thing that's coming, it's going to be, and then they say, if you have a gambling problem, make sure you call this number. But if you have a gambling problem, you don't have the in, the, the wherewithal to know to call that number. I would call a number and say, hey, you got something for me? Yeah, tonight? you got any money? You got a pick? You got a pick for me? Because <laughs> I'm fucking drowning over here. What pick you got? <laughs> Shit, I'm losing my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to start a go fund. But it's really real. Gambling is a very, yeah. if, again, if anyone was to talk to me, and I am a gambling degenerate, like I said, I've learned to over the years, like I haven't gambled right now in fucking a long time. Right. I'm still involved because I deal with the person that is involved with gambling, so I'm dealing with it all day, every day, but I am not gambling. Right. So I, like I said, I've never had an issue but I've seen it with, I look at myself always in a high light. Meaning, um, if I ever talk about how a man is, I, I always look at myself as a better man. I'm not, I'm not the man I'm talking about, but I understand the problem. And that's what I look at it as gambling. I mean, the gambling is, is so real. Yeah, anything, I mean, it's, it's addictive is what you're saying. Super addictive. addictive. Especially if you win early. It's in saying. our DNA. Yeah, but especially if you win early, it's addictive because the you win, win is the worst you thing. You win early. You're like, whoa, it seems easy. And then you take it the I'll long give you, I'll give you. I'll give you the two sides for gamblers. If you're, if you're gambling, the win is the worst thing because that's the high. That's the high. That's the drug. And that's what you chase. The next, the even worse than that high is you losing all day and then you win it all back. And it, every gambler has went through what, exactly what I just said. In that same day. So what does that do? That means whenever you're losing, you believe you can get it back, which means you reach more. That's what we call the reach. So if you're betting $100, just 100 bucks every day, you lose four games, you're down 480, right? I mean, I mean 440, because it's 10%, that 10 cents. So you're down 440. So you might bet one game after that for 500, to just to, to break it. even. That's the worst place to be as a gambler. And I mean, it happens more than you want to know about it. I mean, it's, the gambling is rough. I know we all gamble. We like it. It's all about moderation. So as long as you enjoy gambling in moderation, I'm all for it. But you have to have that discipline. What it, you know, what it consignment is not for freshmen. That's for live men. You know what I'm saying? That's the same thing how I look at gambling. You got, this isn't for the, the young guys. They don't understand and it. My tw- nephews, you you know. Yeah. You know, I think, we, but in 2022, I my, think that we're in. Because we, we're dominated by so many sports, we're dominated by you know. I think that now they just opened it up to everyone. Yeah. So, um, 
you don't know you have a problem in your hands mm-hmm. until you bet $10 for three years in a row a day. And you realize, yo, right? It all depends. How about you when you win. realize, when you're really, when, you know, for most gamblers, it's just being truthful to yourself. How about when you realize, how about when you realize for the first time, let me really count how much money I won or lost. So again, I'll use myself in my trial Part of the reason I'm sitting here is because all my wins and losses was documented because I wanted to know up or down. So they had me gambling over a million dollars a week, but I was way up and I shut down two bookies that year. And they was like, there was all this money coming in the office. And I was like, yes, it was bags of cash. It was all from gambling. Right. And they had I to, need more. And I had it all I documented. But I had my losses documented. And they, they said, no one does that. And I said, well, I do. And that's part of the reason that we... So, you know, at the end of the year, what was at the, the balance? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, well. But, you know, that's a good... This is, again, an episode for me that I love this gambling. This is in my... This is in my blood. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> part, I think it's just part of, of, of uh, pop culture. Yeah. It is, you know. Oh yeah, all the artists gamble today. Yeah. All of them are gambling. I think today. there's more people now gambling than ever before. The access to gambling is there. People trying to make a little change I've here heard and there. Bruno Mars if they is... don't gamble, that's why the scratch off at the gas station works. Someone's gonna pay two, three dollars and grab that scratch that's off right. and do it. That's never changed. Um, if you don't have the money to, to, to buy the scratch off, you can't buy it. If you don't have the five or ten bucks to bet on your app, you can't bet. That's you got to connect it to your debit card. There's a lot of transactions. I don't really know much about that, but I've been told that's what you do to these apps. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, it's a wrap. That's a wrap. But, you know, man, great topic today. Giving the business in the gambling world is love, all love. I love it. We'll be back again. It's all about giving them the business. Hey, you're tuned in to Giving Them the Business. Chris Gotti and Don DeNero, powered by Adventure Music. Real business, real talk, no squeaky shit. Wow.